0: Hello everyone to this episode of China VC and Tech News Roundup. I'm Yudora Wang, sitting in for Nina Xiang in Hong Kong. Standing at the end of 2018, we would like to take a moment to thank you for your support. Whether in the form of a subscription, collaboration on an event, or participation in our awards program, your support has been very much appreciated. Our China Money Network team wish you continued success in the coming year, Have a great holiday. And now, here are the hottest news headlines for the week of December 24th to December 28th. The first one. China's legislators are considering a new law governing foreign investment that will prohibit local governments from forcing foreign businesses to transfer technology or illegally restricting their market access, according to a statement released on the government's website on December 24th. The draft law, which will ensure foreign investors enjoying equal treatment with their domestic counterparts in China, has been submitted for review at the Chinese legislators' meeting starting Sunday, said the Chinese government in the statement. Once adopted, the new law would streamline three existing laws on Chinese foreign equity joint ventures, non-equity joint ventures and wholly foreign-owned enterprises, the country's state-owned publication Xinhua News Agency reported. The new unified law could take more than one year to be signed off on. Foreign investment has become an important force to promote China's social and economic development, said Xinhua in the report. The official media cited statistics showing that the number of foreign investment vehicles have reached 950,000 as of late November, an aggregate of over 2 trillion US dollars in the Chinese market. The proposed stipulations represent the latest effort made by Beijing to ease tension in the trade war with Washington, during which theft of intellectual property rights, forced technology transfer, and the lack of fair access for foreign companies in China have long been at the heart of US concerns. China will protect the intellectual property rights of overseas investors and encourage voluntary technology transfers but forbid forced transfers using administrative measures, China's official media People's Daily reported, citing Fu Zhenghua, China's Minister of Justice. The bill also plans to adopt a nationwide negative list mechanism for foreign investment, which means that investment from overseas in any areas not included in the list will be treated the same way as domestic investment, said Fu. The second one, Chinese bike sharing firm Hello Bike has secured several billions of yuan in a new round of financing led by Ant Financial Services Group and Primavera Capital Group. A spokesperson of Hello Bike friend with the Chinaman Network through WeChat on December 28. Hello Bike, which declined to disclose the financial details of the new round, ranks third in China's bike sharing market based on its number of daily active users according to a report conducted by Chinese market research firm iMedia. As a latecomer to the fast-evolving sector, Hello Bike focuses on the untapped opportunity in China's third-tier cities, a strategy different from its rivals Ofo and Mobike, which have both ventured into first-tier cities and some second-tier ones. And Financial spun off from the Chinese e-commerce giant Alibaba in March 2013, is a Chinese fintech company that operates the third-party online payment platform Alipay. and Financial led the investment in Bike as the latest effort made by Alibaba to further strengthen its position in China's bike-sharing sector. The third one, Shanghai Industrial Investment Company, a Chinese state-owned conglomerate, plans to launch and 40 billion RMB, that is 7.28 billion US dollars fund, for equity investments in China's biopharmaceutical sector, said Zhou Jun, CEO and chairman of the company, at an event in Shanghai this week. The investment fund targets to raise 10 billion RMB, that is 1.46 billion US dollars, in its first round of funding starting in January 2019, to back enterprises and projects in the biomedical field, Shanghai Industrial Investment Company, registered and listed in Hong Kong, is wholly owned by the state-owned Asset Supervision and Administration Commission of the Shanghai Municipal Government. The company, rebranded from Shanghai Industrial Company in 1993, focuses on four major businesses, including medicine, infrastructure, real estate and consumer products. Currently, the conglomerate has seven subsidiaries in the pharmaceutical sector, from research and development of new drugs to medicine manufacture and sales of medicines. The next one, eastern China's Hefei city has unveiled and 5 billion RMB, that is $725 million US dollars, industry development fund on December 24th to invest in the intelligent speech and artificial intelligence sectors, aiming to boost the development of the country's so-called Speech Valley, a national high-tech industry development zone in Hefei. The fund, jointly launched by three China state-owned companies, including asset management firm Hefei Industrial Investment Holding Company, plans to finance companies through direct investments and stocks investments. Proposed to raise one billion RMB, that is 145 million U.S. dollars, in the first round of funding. The fund will seek investment opportunities in the world's intelligent speech and AI-focused companies that are well-matched with the industrial development strategy of China's speech alley, said Yong Fengshan in a statement released on the government website on December 27. Yong is the chairman of the board of directors and general manager at Hefei Industrial Investment Holding Company. Yom said that the fund will primarily target growth-stage companies around the world that already have mature AI projects utilizing self-developed core intelligent speech and AI technologies. With the financial support and the guidance of the government-led fund, he believes that these companies will be able to help forge a good industrial ecology of finance and speech alley. The Speech Alice Scheme, initiated by the local government and China's internet regulator, Ministry of Industry and Information Technology, in May 2012, was set to transform the ancient agriculture city of Hefei into a hub of intelligent speech industry in China in a five-year plan. The government has already poured 180 million RMB, that is 26 million US dollars, to build infrastructure for the industry in Hefei, according to the aforementioned government statement. About 400 AI-focused companies, including Beijing-based AI startup Unisound, China software firm Kinsoft Corporation, information technology firm iFlytek and the country's so-called BAT tech giants Baidu, Tencent and Alibaba have all set up offices in the speech valley. And next one, a 5 billion RMB, that is 729 million US dollars private equity fund, jointly established by state-owned modern service provider Donghao Lansheng Group, and an area of investment firms, was launched last week to finance companies in China's human resources industry. The industrial fund, with 1 billion RMB, that is 145 million US dollars, in the first round of funding, will be managed by a newly launched affiliate of Chinese human resources and management consulting firm, Shanghai Foreign Service Group, shortly known as SFG. The fund will mainly seek for investment opportunities in human resources-oriented enterprises with a new pattern, new operation and new technologies said SFG in a statement released on december twenty fourth. The fund came at a time when China's human resources industry is booming, with the number of related companies increased at twelve percent to reach thirty thousand two hundred in twenty seventeen, according to statistics conducted by China's business information platform Tianjan.com. The number of employees in the sector also climbed 5% to 583,000, while the annual revenue boosted 21% to hit 1.44 trillion RMB, that is 209 billion US dollars in the same year. And next? China's private equity firm, Huagai Capital, is about to wrap up raising 3 billion RMB, that is 430 million US dollars, for its third vehicle for investments in the medical sector. Beijing Science and Technology Innovation Fund, a government-guided fund, will contribute to Huagai Medical Phase III fund, said Xu Xiaoling, chairman and co-founder of Huagai Capital, at the firm's recent investor conference in Beijing. The specific amount contributed by the government-guided fund remains undisclosed. Founded in June, Beijing Science and Technology Innovation Fund, with 30 billion RMB, that is 4.3 billion US dollars under management, invests in projects across China. Huagai Capital is based in Beijing and was launched in 2012. It owns three major funds, which mainly invest in early-stage startups in the healthcare, technology communication, media and technology, and the cultural industries. Hwagai Medical Health Fund focuses on the healthcare industry, especially in biopharmaceuticals, medical devices, and medical services. The Huakai Medical Phase the First Fund and Phase the Second Fund were closed in 2015 and 2016, respectively with involvement from over 30 listed companies in the healthcare sector and institutional investors such as insurance institutions, parent funds and government-guided funds. The next one. China has proposed a new nationwide negative list of sectors to further open up the economy for foreign enterprises and private firms according to a document released by the National Development and Reform Commission at a news conference on Tuesday. The new list has received approval from the CPC Central Committee and the China's de facto Cabinet State Council, which means it will override all related local government regulations. The 83-page document jointly released by the Ministry of Commerce, contains a negative list naming 151 private sectors with the four prohibited sectors and the rest requiring approval from the Chinese government. This represents a decrease of 177 sectors listed in total compared with the previous draft version. The four prohibited sectors include illegal financing and unlawful Internet activities, according to the document. Sectors that require an official permit include mining, agriculture, and manufacturing. Known as the market assets negative list, it specifies industries which are restricted or prohibited to domestic or overseas companies, while industries not on the list are open to investment from all market players including both domestic and foreign ones. Or entities can invest and operate in any industries, sectors and business other than those on the list on an equal footing, according to China's state-owned publication China Daily. The next one, China's online tutoring unicorn, Yuan Fu Dao, has secured a $300 dollars US dollars new round of financing led by its existing investor Tencent that brought the company's valuation to 3 billion US dollars said Yuan Fudao in a statement released on its official WeChat account on December 25th. The US$3 dollars valuation tripled the unicorn valuation, a valuation of $1 billion U.S. dollars and above that Yuan Fudao reached in May 2017, when it pocketed $120 million U.S. dollars from Warburg, Pinkers and Tencent. Other investors in the new round were also backers in the company's previous financing rounds, including Warburg Pincus, IDG Capital, and Matrix Partners China. The new funding came at a time when China's online K-12 market, which refers to a market targets the primary and secondary education, is expected to hit 44 billion RMB, that is 6 billion US dollars, by the end of 2018 according to a report conducted by Chinese research firm iResearch. The report estimates that the market will more than triple to reach 150 billion RMB, that is 21 billion US dollars, by 2022. Yuan Fu Dao, which literally means Ape Tutor in Chinese, was launched in 2012 to allow students to scan homework problems with a snap of a camera and solve them instantly. The company reached the commercialization in 2015 with more diverse services such as one-on-one live tutoring and an array of curricula like English courses for primary school students and all-subject courses for secondary school students. The Beijing-based online tutoring platform claimed to have over 160 million registered users, among which are over 1 million paying users. According to statistics obtained by Chinese tech news portal Ke, the company recorded 1.5 billion RMB, that is 270 million US dollars turnover as of late December, with the cost extension rate being 70% to 80%. Yuan Fudao said in the statement that it plans to use the proceeds from the new round to further develop the smart learning technology and improve the learning experience of users. The next one, U.S.-based private equity firm Warburg Pinkers contributed $300 million US dollars to jointly set up an investment firm with Chinese urban renewal operator Creator, according to a December 25th announcement on Warburg Pinkers' official WeChat account. The joint venture will focus on urban renewal and asset acquisitions in the first-tier cities in China, And targets reaching 200 billion US dollars of assets under management in the next three years. The announcement also indicated that Warburg Pinkers would acquire stakes in Creator as part of the deal. With dwindling new land supply in first tier cities in China, the revitalization of existing land parcels and buildings within city centers has become an important investment focus of ours, said Ellen Wu managing director of Warburg Pinkers, in the announcement. Founded in 2006, Shanghai-based creator is mainly involved in converting old and underutilized buildings into modern offices, retail, and exhibition centers. To date, the company manages and operates 26 projects, with a total area of 330,000 square meters in the core areas of Shanghai. They also provide their users with value-added services, including office support services and investment and financing services. The next one, Chinese private equity firm Certain Capital has teamed up with China's Jiangxi government to set up a 1 billion RMB, that is 150 million US dollars, industrial upgrade fund. Jiangxi's finance department announced on their website, Jiangxi's government guided fund has contributed 300 million RMB, that is 43 million US dollars, to the fund of funds for investment in advanced technologies and enterprises to facilitate industrial upgrading. The two parties also set up a joint venture to manage the fund. The new fund of funds will focus on equity investments in emerging industries, cultural projects, healthcare sector and innovative enterprises at different development stages, aiming to upgrade industries in the province. The final one, career investment partners the investment arm of financial services provider Korea Investment Holdings, has reached the final close of its fourth RMB-denominated fund at 1 billion RMB, that is 145 million US dollars, to invest in China's biotech, healthcare and retail industries, said KIP in a statement released on its WeChat official account. The new fund, which brought the company's total assets under management to 18 billion RMB, that is 1.7 billion US dollars, follows the March 2018 close of the 150 million US dollars denominated fund, KIP indicated in the statement. The new fund is the fifth fund the company has launched in China. We will pull more capital into the Chinese market in 2019 said Hu Jingzhi, president of KIP China, in the statement. The year of 2018 marks a significant year for KIP because we just closed a new RMB fund and OneCar Online, a company we have been backing since its angel round, was officially listed on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange last week. OneCar Online is an Android service provider that started floating its shares in Hong Kong on December 21st Raising 45 million US dollars in its initial public offering. OneCar Online is among over 200 companies in KIP's portfolio that went public around the globe. According to the official website of KIP, the Seoul based company was founded in 1986 with investments in more than 500 companies worldwide as of the writing. Its typical investment amount ranges from 2.8 million US dollars to 9.3 million US dollars in equity per transaction that's all the headlines for the past week on China's vc and tech sectors if you find this podcast interesting and useful we would be very much appreciated if you can give us a rating or write us a review on itunes or anywhere else you get a podcast We will also thank you if you can help us spread the words by telling your friends about the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Until next week.